So why are passion businesses not always successful? I'm gonna break it down for you on this episode of the Unlock Success Podcast. This is the Unlock Success Podcast. We're helping entrepreneurs around the world dive deep into the keys you need to shatter excuses, believe in yourself, and help you achieve your highest goals. Here's your host, eight-figure entrepreneur and the living legend of internet marketing, Anthony Morrison. Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? Anthony Morrison here, and welcome to this week's episode of the Unlock Success Podcast, where, as usual, my goal is to bring you some piece of information that's going to help you unlock more success in your life, in your business, in your relationships, in as many ways as I possibly can. And I'm super excited to talk about today's topic. And, and the reason I'm excited about it is because it's something I've learned personally. This is a um, this is something not only have I learned this personally, but I've also seen many other people learn this lesson, right? And that is why passion businesses aren't always successful. Now, I know that if you listen to your favorite uh, self-help guru, they're probably going to tell you that uh, you should start with what you're passionate with, right? And I'll be honest, that is what I used to think. In fact, there is an interview, if you search around online, there's an interview on CNN with me and Don Lemon where he literally says, so Anthony, you're saying that if people run into hard times, they should just find something they're passionate about. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. This is how it works. That was the very young, very naive version of myself where I had started a business, my very first business on the internet, selling car parts. I loved cars. I loved Mustangs. I loved modifying mine. I thought, man, I'll just take my passion. I love this and I'm gonna turn it into a business. And there are some benefits to that, okay? Um, I knew my customer better than anybody on the planet would know their customer, would know that customer uh, because I was my customer. Um, I knew at the time where my customers hung out, where they were online. I knew where to find them because I knew where I went, right? So there's benefits to taking something you're passionate about and, and, and turning that into a business. You know, another thing is, is you know, you sell through conviction, right? When we sell something, we have to convince someone that what we are selling, what we are saying is truth, right? And what better do, you know, to do that about than something you're passionate about? All of these things make total sense. This is why the self-help gurus and everybody else you hear says, take your passions and turn it into a business. But the reality is, is they leave out a caveat, Right, you didn't see. You, you saw the title of this episode was not that that passion businesses are never successful. That's not what I said. I said they aren't always successful, and here's why. Because typically, when we're passionate about something, we refuse to admit defeat. Right? We also, you know, you might say you can't see the forest for the trees. Right? You've heard a lot of people say. Uh, you know, they were blinded by love when they were in a relationship. They're in a bad relationship. They couldn't get out of it because they didn't see what everybody else saw because they were so, they were, they were so committed to it. And so if you get something that you're massively passionate about, a lot of times you can't see the holes in your plan, right? You can't see the little steps, the little things that you've missed in your sales process, in your fulfillment process, all these things because you are so sure about what you're doing, you don't check your work. You don't follow up. You don't have anybody else, you know, give you any feedback. And if they do, most of the time you're not receptive to it. The second reason that a passion business isn't always successful is because people aren't always passionate about what you are passionate about. 
there's this old saying that I, I mean, it goes back 15 years that, that my, my brother actually, I'll give him credit, kind of, he said this at a big event, and it's always rang true. We, we talk about it all the time, and that is that to be a successful entrepreneur, nobody cares what you like. We only care, and you should only care, about what your customers like. Nobody cares what your hobbies are. Nobody cares what your passions are. Your business does not care about you. Your business should be caring about the customer and what the customer likes and what the customer wants and what's going to make the customer happy, right? Because that's how you get that customer to be a part of your business, a paying client, right? So if your passion in life is, you know, underwater basket weaving, yeah, probably not going to be that successful. Probably not going to make that much money. There's just not enough people in the world that give a rip about this, right? If your passion is something like, you know, uh, that doesn't fit in the area. For instance, my wife, I love my wife. And I say this with all due respect because my wife's beat the odds, but she loves yoga. She, come, she moved to Mississippi from Seattle, Washington about 12 years ago. And she got here, she's like a fish out of water. She just didn't fit, right? She grew up differently, different environment, totally different everything. She wanted to start a business. She wanted to start a, a yoga studio. And I told her, I said, honey, I mean, Mississippi just isn't the place for yoga. Like, we have one yoga studio here. You know what I mean? There's just not enough demand for two. And she kept on and on persistent with this, right? And so finally we decided to open a yoga studio in Mississippi. This would go completely against my advice to entrepreneurs, which is taking a passion and forcing it into a community, an area, or a place that it doesn't belong or that it doesn't fit, right? Now, her business has been thriving for seven years now. I was totally and completely wrong. However, there's always caveats. We changed her business model Yoga businesses typically, uh, they, they work off of you know, people buying packages. We turned her business into a, a membership business. And that's the only reason her business has succeeded. Every other yoga studio in our area has gone out of business. She's the only one that has succeeded. And that is because not only was she passionate about it and knew it and understood it, but she also had my advice as a business person on how to take this passion and turn it into a business the correct way. When we first opened this yoga studio, it's the funniest thing, all the, 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 the people involved, uh, the teachers involved when we opened this yoga studio had their opinions on how you should set pricing and how you should, do, how you should run everything in the business. None of it was business-centric. None of it made any sense from a business point of view. And when Alexa went with the uh, went with the membership model that I pretty much forced, she had a lot of teachers, a lot of people in her little world that were mad. They were angry. They said it wouldn't work. They said it was ridiculous, blah, 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 blah. Why? Because they are passionate about yoga, not about making money. And that's where you have to draw the line. When you start a business, you have got to be passionate about making money. You can't be so passionate about the business 
that you forget the making money side of the, of the equation. A business is an entity in and of itself. It has to live, breathe, and sustain on its own, right? And so if that business doesn't have money, it can't succeed. And it doesn't matter how much you love it, and it doesn't matter how passionate you are about it or how much your customers love it, it will die, right? And all too often, we see people open these businesses that are their passions. It's just their hobbies, you know? And they run them as such. And they're enjoying more about what they're doing than the money that they're making. And so they forget to make money. And that is the reason why passion-based businesses don't always succeed. Now, if you can avoid these problems, right? If you can look at your business from a business perspective, okay? Take out the emotional attachment to the, the, the passion or the hobby or whatever it is that, you know, that you're in, take that emotional attachment out and focus on it from a business perspective. And if from a business perspective, the model will work, right? And if you can truly detach yourself enough such that you put the business first, the business model first, not just the passion, right? Then you can make a passion-based business work. But if you can't do those two things, then you're going to struggle when you start a business based around your passions. So for all of you that are listening to me, maybe on your favorite podcast app, obviously, if you enjoyed this, if this kind of helps you in your, in your journey to being a successful entrepreneur, I'd love for you to leave me a rating on Spotify or Apple or whatever you're uh, listening to this on. And obviously, if you're on YouTube, we'd love you to smash the like button, leave us a comment, and let me know what you think about the episode. But the, the main goal for me is, is to let all of you know that if you are aspiring entrepreneurs and you are being told to always follow your passion, that's not always the right way. That's not always the way for success. But if you choose to go down that path, look for these pitfalls, look for these little, these, these, these little traps that I just shared with you, because those things will trap you, they will keep you from moving forward, and they will keep you from having massive success. So hopefully this episode helps you. And of course, I look forward to having you join me next week for another episode of the Unlock Success Podcast. Yeah.